0: On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 8, Episode 2. Chris and I debate the amount of fan service in this episode. We welcome Winter with the arrival of the Night King. And we welcome Winter with Arya banging Gendry, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here.
1: Hello and welcome to Deep Throne's Season 8, Episode 2. We got a lot to cover. I, of course, some Sims. My partner, Sheedy's here. What's up?
0: Wow. And what an episode. An awesome episode. and That was uh, technically course, an episode of television.
1: We have, <laughs> we have Brendan producing for us. What's up, Brendan? What's going on? I'm
0: going to uh, crack into it. I got a, a, a can of wine. Ch-
1: channel that inner
0: Cersei. Look oh, at that. that hurt my finger. That's crispy. Um, it's a can of wine. I'm going to let it breathe a little bit. So,
1: man, that, that episode was pretty sweet. Um, a lot of things that I know a lot of fans were looking for. We'll dive into that in a minute here. But I wanted to start out with just some, just some light topics here because that was a lot of stuff to take in. It's a big week. It is a big week. Um, as White Sox fans, we saw Tim Anderson actually bat flip. And uh, right after he went yard, of course, bat flips. And then a whole fight bro- breaks out um, at his next at bat because he got pegged. And then benches cleared um apparently he was tossing around some some n-words a
0: couple of n-words he called the white dude an n-word which honestly <laughs> i think it's i think it's so stupid to suspend him for calling that guy the n-word because it's the coolest that guy's ever felt he was like hyped. <laughs> he was like shit yeah i'm in he was like does that mean i get does that mean i get plates
1: at the cookout dude it was so funny for me like looking on twitter and watching this thing unfold and you have like all these like middle-aged white men journalists uh, covering the MLB <laughs> and talking about, like, in quotes, like, Tim Anderson called pitcher whatever, weak-ass in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just cracking up. I'm like, you know this journalist wants to put it, but he can't do it. A couple
0: of things. The home run, I've watched a lot of White Sox baseball over the years. He shit on that ball. He hit it so I over oh, the yeah. White Sox bullpen in left field. And he didn't even bat flip. He fucking... Night King chucked that motherfucker at Drogon <laughs> to the fourth twist. row, yeah. basically. It was, it was awesome. Great. It was great. And to get hit, like, the unwritten rules of baseball are, are old. They're over. And I actually asked you on Twitter, like, straight up. I was like, with all these old journalists saying about it, I said, you played football for many years. How often do you hear it on the field of play amongst black yeah, athletes it, it, And it's it gets,
1: it gets tossed out there. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, you got to know, like, you know, for the most part, the refs that you're playing with. So, like... You know, you can't be tossing that around right next to like the ref who's probably like sixties and played in like a leather helmet and shit like yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get flagged up every An time. An old there. white ref will be like, My habits yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um but no, it, it gets tossed out there, but it was I thought it was just hilarious, like seeing everyone like tweet about it and like put it in words, like some people would put in like star, 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 star and like other people would just put like blank and like I was like, Oh, this is funny, everyone's just dancing around <laughs> Uh, but uh, to kind of get back into Thrones star, here a star, bit, star, star, star. <laughs> to get back into Thrones a bit here, uh, if you guys listen to our Midweek Mayhem episode, Midweek one the, Mayhem, one of the big topics we discussed was the theory that the Night King could be a Targaryen based off that symbol, the spiral symbol that we saw. Uh, that has officially been debunked, not only by us, but debunked. Midweek mayhem earlier, earlier yesterday. So you guys are listening to this on Monday, probably. Um, yesterday on Sunday, the... Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, I forgot this is the Easter episode, and it's. I know. Listen, Thrones was on, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get it. You rose, uh, but one of the writers of the episode actually came out and just said that the Night King straight up just like stole that symbol from the children, of mockingly, and kind of like mocking them.
0: Yeah, like oh, this was cool when you did it. Huh? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, so kind uh, of
0: fits in with the Tim Anderson theme. Like he didn't like that they stunned it on him, so next <laughs> next time up, he, yeah. he hit him. So
1: all the legs on that theory are out. That that throw that theory away. Never bring it back. We're done with it.
0: Yeah, we're really shitting on that theory. Yeah. Fuck that theory. <laughs> the theory. Take it out back, bury it.
1: Shoot it, bury it.
0: Shoot it, bury it. Uh, fuck it.
1: And uh, we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot of theories that we're gonna be talking about because Sheedy recently made some big purchases and is joining the book club, the Westeros book club.
0: The first one that arrived, I got the World of Ice and Fire: The Untold History of Westeros and the Game of Thrones.
1: That thing is that thing is actually like a wealth of knowledge. Like you're gonna. This is that? thick.
0: This is four Sheedy's thick. <laughs> uh it's it's real girthy and i'm about 12 pages in this thing is the history book i'm gonna read this first and then i'm gonna slide right into the series
1: hell yeah and then um that also has like a lot of good pictures and and visual stuff in there too so that's big picture book guy real, i like it yeah Were you gonna say something Brenna?
2: yeah you can almost call that book dummy thick, but that <laughs> i have actually i good have work. actually read this one it's Awesome, because I'm a giant history nerd, and this stuff is just—it's and yeah. factual, yeah, so, it's so good. all true. Yeah. It's all
0: true. It's
3: actually—it's
1: ex- uh—it's <laughs> laid out from the point of view of a master, like writing an encyclopedia almost. So like, it, it's really cool. You guys should check it out. A world of ice and fire. Um, George R. R. Martin wrote it and then like two co-writers as well who help him like remember everything. So yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, but without further ado, we will jump into season eight, episode two review.
0: Yeah. Don't know what the title is. Last week, apparently the title was Winterfell. Yeah,
1: I guess it comes out like the day after it airs. It's
0: bullshit. I don't know why they try to like hide Maybe it's because of us. They know we're getting big. And they're trying to slow down the momentum. They're trying to fuck us up. Trying to slow down our momentum, but yeah, let's take take us through it, dude.
1: Um, So we start out, and it, it goes right where we left off. Jamie's at his trial in Winterfell. Um, all the heavy hitters are in that room. Um, sitting at the table you have Sansa, Danny, John Snow Little
0: Reese and them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brands there too. Um uh, so all your lord and la- lords and ladies are there. He's charged for killing Eris Targaryen, first of all, um, uh, because Danny's, you know, the queen there, so she raises her uh, charges first. No
0: Northerners gave her sauce for that, which upset me. Again, quick episode, but it's like the Mad King being killed by Jamie, like John, Sansa, Arya, everyone in the North is probably like, nah, like that was cool." Yeah, like, exactly. We're, we're fucking chill with that. It's
1: like, yeah, we should let him go for that one. Yeah,
0: Rickard and Brandon Stark were killed because of the man King, Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and then you know,
1: of course, they brought up Bran being shoved out the window. Or actually, they they didn't. No. Jamie thought that they were going to bring that up, but uh, Bran Bran never brought Bran it up. Bran kept that to himself, but Bran did say. Um, the things we do for love, which of course is what Jamie said way back in episode one, right before he right. shoved Brand out of the window. So that was a cool little callback there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, what do you think about how that trial was handled? I, I I thought it was good. I mean, they
0: handled it well. It was it was it wasn't rushed. I don't think the scene was rushed. I just mm-hmm. think that you know, I I think the irony of that whole thing is like they in the old episodes it seemed like would more frequently bring up um, like uh, counterpoints. And I feel like it would have been good if Sansa or Arya was like, "Well, Jamie killed the Mad King was actually fine. You yeah, know? yeah, Jamie didn't really defend himself either. He like took his lumps. Yeah, uh,
1: and they, well, they brought up his scene in King's Landing where he stabbed Ned in the leg and killed all the he, all the Northern he said we're at fucking war. And it, yeah, he's like, we're at war. Everything I did, I did for my family, and, yeah. and I, I'm not sorry for that.
0: Um, he he confirms he actually gave them good intel. Cersei's not coming. Yep, yep. Tyrion
1: steps up, tries to intercede on Jamie's behalf. Danny's trust for Tyrion's out the window now that oh, she knows gone. that Cersei is no longer coming up north or never planned on coming up north. And then also uh, Brienne steps in on Jamie's behalf and she's really the one who swayed the opinions of Danny, Sansa first. Um, but Brienne basically says, Jamie's a man with honor. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. Um, yada, yada, yada. Talks about their journey. And then Sansa then is like, okay, well, I trust Brienne. Brienne has saved me in the past. I wouldn't be here without Brienne. So I believe her. And yeah, and that's really what what got so Jamie out of it.
0: Yeah, uh, Sansa and Jon step up and say it, and Danny's kind of shook, and she walks out of that meeting pissed because mm-hmm. Sansa and Jon kind of stole the thunder from her. Mm-hmm. Jon's been really cold to her. Uh she doesn't like it. She's she's been looking for that dick. Uh, and then she walks away kinda angry, her her um kinda what's I mean, it?
1: she she's getting sauce from all different directions, right? She thought that she would execute Jamie, so she's pissed about that. Also pissed about finding out that Cersei's not coming, also pissed at Tyrion for believing that lie. <laughs> Um, so she, she's pissed about a lot of stuff, pissed about, like you said, John being cold to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Sansa kind
0: of stealing a lot of her thunder.
1: Yeah. So Danny actually threatens Tyrion to get a new hand at this point in time. Yeah.
0: She walks away kind of yelling at Varys, Tyrion, and Jorah, Varys and Jorah kind of just watching the whole thing go down. Mm -hmm. And she says to Tyrion, she's like, you got to get your act together, dude, because I don't know if you're just that dumb or committing treason. And she walks out. And uh Tyrion turns to Jordan Varis, he's like, When do you going to be wearing this pin soon enough? I Meaning no. like I'm about to get fucked. Yeah.
1: And Tyrion has made a f- a lot more mistakes at this point with Danny yeah. than he has made good things happen,
0: and people have hated that because people loved early on Tyrion that was confident and on fire. But I mean, this mm-hmm. is more realistic. No one's perfect forever with their decision making, yeah. and I like that. You know, it's not something that's happened and they've avoided it. She just had a conversation with Tyrion about it, and he's admitted it. Yeah, he's like he's like an athlete who's playing shitty. He's just like I just I don't yeah. know what to do. You know, yeah. I'm
1: I'm glad I'm glad they are like actually having this dialogue going. I was I was kind of thinking that. With this being a shorter episode than the rest of the ones, well, the the next episodes in the series or in this season, I thought that they would gloss over a lot of this dialogue. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that they are touching on these points. Um, from there, we go to the blacks, the blacksmith or the smithery at Winterfell. Arya's is asking about how the army of the dead is, did oh, get to refight him, all this stuff. But Arya's like, creeping on him pretty hard. Oh like. man. <laughs> she's like, she's, she's she checked him out. She walks in, doesn't say anything for a while. Yeah. And just watching him hammer that iron.
0: Yeah. Oh, she's watching Dude. him hammer the iron and she's imagining that it's her. Oh yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. I love it. Is it fucked up? No, I she's love it. Into it. <laughs> Dude, she's so into it. She's just like watching his form and she's just like,
1: <clears> Oh, <throat> hit it. Dude, he's he's got that he's got that sweat gloss on. Oh, he he's does.
0: sweating. He's got that fresh buzz cut. <laughs> he's out here looking like a fucking oh, oh that's the whitest of whites. And uh, and she steps up, starts grabbing dragon glass, and starts like th- showing him like oh, this yeah. is why I deserve to be in the ba- field, oh, ba- yeah. uh, field the battle as well. And she's like throwing it against the wall.
1: And she had that quote from the trailer talking about I've seen death, oh. uh, I've seen many faces of death, and I'm excited to see this one. Or I've, I've, I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but yeah.
0: While she's Gendry is it. rock hard, oh, and she's just like
1: they're they're both pretty. They're in mood for both of them. Yeah, they're sure. both rock hard. Yeah. She's <laughs>
0: literally on the chandelier, and he's underneath <laughs> it, just like ah. And she, So she walks away after that and Gendry's just like Holy shit, yeah. that was some stuff
1: He's like, damn, how am I gonna
0: This is like third when you're third date with a girl And she just like chugs a Guinness And you're like, alright
1: Arya knows what she wants and she, she goes after it later on um, From there we have a one-on-one With Jamie and Bran in the Godswood Which was actually cool Jamie's confused, he thought for sure Bran was gonna bring up The fact that he, he That Jamie pushed him out the window um, But Bran was like, you know none of that really matters now. I wouldn't be who I am if that hadn't have gone down and Jamie's like, that's uh, that standard conversation, well, who actually are you? And Bran says Theoret Raven, yada yada yada. Um but it, it you know, it's exactly what we expected. Bran wasn't really gonna give a fuck about what happened in the past.
0: Yeah, I mean Bran essentially um says the same thing that everyone's been saying this whole time, which is what you touched on, which was, Hey, you kinda made me what I am and mm-hmm. I made you what you are, which was a fun mm-hmm. twist of that. He almost also said to Jamie like you wouldn't have been a different man if you didn't do what you did. He's like, it's water under the bridge. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's water under the wheels. <laughs> it is what it is. Man. Jamie
1: actually apologizes too, which was big of him to do. Because yeah. in the, in the trial, remember he didn't apologize once for anything that no. they, that they charged against And then Brandon was like,
0: can you wheel me back? I'm hungry. <laughs> and Jamie was like, sorry, dude, I gotta go. <laughs> One hand.
1: Uh, from there they start like showing everyone getting ready for my mom's calling me right now. That's weird. Um, they're showing everyone getting ready for the battle. That's weird. And um, they're actually like putting dragon glass on all the battlements and spikes and everything. Great which scene. Sweet. Yeah. Um, is sweet. because Winterfell's. I mean, they're not going to get caught off guard, which is cool. No, they're preparing. And this they're is not like preparing.
0: I mean, honestly, if they do defeat the dead, Cersei should fucking thank the shit out of them because they were prepared. She should hire them as her military leaders. They're doing. <laughs> they're doing everything oh, yeah. that they can do. They have flanks prepared uh they have the whole entire what their plan is prepared it's, it's awesome they it's got awesome they see.
1: got moats inside the wall like inside the winterfell wall so Man. like multiple levels of protection it, it, i think i'm excited to see what goes down next episode a uh, whole fucking week
2: i i geeked out really hard at seeing the defenses covered in dragonglass oh yeah because yeah. i didn't even think of that like of course you would put dragon. i didn't know how much they had obviously can they yeah. not even
0: touch it the walkers I, we don't know i don't know Mm-hmm. So,
2: well, if they're trying to, if they're doing the typical, like, Walker Swarm that they're doing, there's going to be a lot of them that fall on those, and that's going to Yeah, gonna kill crawl them. over. Right,
0: right. Yeah, but yeah. they can crawl over those But you're bodies. still thinning the numbers. Yeah, right? you're yeah, still yeah, getting exactly. it's, it's a numbers yeah, game, that's definitely, right. Definitely. It's, yeah. it's literally Normandy, in essence. Yeah.
2: So I really geeked out about that.
0: Yeah, it was a good scene.
1: Dude, could you imagine, like, a fucking machine gun, dragon glass bullets, just mowing <laughs> all that? I know, I was, they
0: need the Expendables. They need Arnold, they need Jason Statham up there. Jet <laughs> Jet Li. Hell yeah!
1: Um, from there, uh, Jamie and Tyrion are, are making up. At this point, they're they're past that shit, that distrust that they had in King's Landing. Of course, that was the last time they saw each other. Um, Jamie says that Cersei's baby is real. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a confirmation of the baby or if Jamie just believes that she's pregnant.
0: Tyrion says like she'd never lie to you. Yeah, but maybe but she would now. She's yeah, gone. She's she wants nuts. both murdered. She's you know, she's off the deep end. They have a good chat about that. Uh, and then Jamie kind of sees something that catches his eye and walks away. Mm-hmm. Tyrion looks, and Jamie's just staring at Brianna Tarth. Oh, yeah. Feelings are still there, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and and, and
1: like even it. probably more so now that Brienne actually Vouches straight up saved, saved his life. Yeah, saved his life in the trial. Oh, yeah. Um, Pod's putting in work in the courtyard Pod
0: guys Pod is no longer little Podrick Payne he's, a, he's got good hair this season he's a tough boy he's beating the fuck out of dudes beating training them up he's, you got know, that
1: pod he's got that pod he's still got dick. that he's still
0: got that in the pants he honestly does. pull that out see what the Night King can do to it <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, po- that pod Pod, will save the day dude.
0: that's <laughs> the prince that's promised is in them trousers <laughs> I'll tell you one thing pull them slacks down and let's see him. Azura hi. Mm.
1: we find out that uh, Brienne is going to be commanding the left flank in the upcoming battle yeah actual really cool scene here emotional scene where jamie pledges his service to brienne as the commander of that flank um which was cool because obviously you know most of the time jamie's been that person of power in that relationship and now brienne has come into her own after this long journey and now is commanding men well, he's a power bottom he generates most of the power from the bottom. Yeah, He rocks back.
0: He's rocking back on Brienne right now. He's
1: right. We, got, we need more yeah. rock back.
0: We yeah, gotta rock back more. She's strapped down Oath, Oathkeeper, and he's rocking <laughs> back.
1: Dude, that's, that is a fucked up visual. You just can't me right there. You're welcome, oh, guys. Welcome man. to T-Troats Um From there, we, we're in Danny's chambers, and Jorah shows up. And Jorah starts defending Tyrion, which is something that I didn't expect to happen.
0: Um, I didn't expect to see him in her, in her chambers to begin with. That's... Wow. <laughs> uh, because Crossing remember line.
1: where we last left off with Jorah and Tyrion, they had kind of a rocky relationship. Um, Jorah was, of course, k- kidnapping Tyrion and then uh, Tyrion kind of, in a way, saved his life, but also in a way got him kicked out of Marine and exiled. So, but it gave
0: him a chance to win Danny back, as opposed exactly. to having your fucking head cut off. Yeah, and and then he says, you know, he says he, he's I, I don't need to be handed the king. Tyrion does. It's his mind that we need. And then he says, mm-hmm. I need you to do me one more favor, if you can. And he calls her Khaleesi in this scene, which was great. Khaleesi. Yep. Uh, and then of course, next thing, next scene, great the, scene, great my scene. favorite scene of the episode. Dude, it was. It that, is my favorite scene of the episode.
1: I I, I tend to agree with you because this. So, this is what happens Danny walks in, and uh, Sansa is meeting with um, the one of the lords, of Lord the vale, Royce the of the Lord vale. Royce. and uh, Danny asks for a private audience there with Sansa. And this is like pure Game of Thrones for
0: me. Oh my god, this was pure, just anything. This was erotic, it was sensual, it was beautiful. <laughs> well,
1: before we get in, I mean, I just like this is everything that we're looking for, right? Like, there's so much tension, there's so much unsaid. There's also love going on between John and Danny. There's also love going on between you know brotherly love between Sansa and and, uh, John. Yes. Um, So it's it's all these multiple facets of the conversation that they're hitting, but then it all just circles back to, well, Sansa wants the North to remain independent, and there's zero chance that Danny is going to let that happen ever. Yes. Uh, So they're always going back to that. Brendan, do you have something?
2: I think one of the best like this like peak game of thrones is they're having this this giant conversation and you can see both through the body language and how the camera work is going. Like they're they're making a connection. They're actually oh, yeah. starting they're smiling to smiling, right? Yeah. They're trying. They're starting to understand each other. They're airing a little bit of grievances. They're like, I understand I got off on the wrong foot, you know. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. I love your brother. Obviously, like she's worried about him being manipulated, and she's like, Listen, I'm here mm-hmm. to fight John's war in the north.
0: So clearly, I love him because Sansa asks, yeah. "Do you love him?" She's, right. You know, yeah. But she like, said, "Who's manipulating who?" Because yeah. she thinks that. Dan is trying to manipulate John. Exactly.
2: But, like, the shot that is, like, sums up what Game of Thrones is for me perfectly is as soon as Sansa says, So, what of the North when you take the Iron Throne? And you just see Danny's hand come off of Sansa's yep, hand immediately. So good. So
0: good. Both of their faces drop. There's anger between yep. the two. Sansa's not backing down. Danny's not backing down. Guys, there are 20 toes in this scene that can catch some suck. Dude, I'll tell you that.
1: I, I mean, the acting in this scene was perfectly done.
0: The okay. camera
1: work was perfectly done. I mean, everything there was just... I mean, you felt like you were in the moment there, and you could see all the important expressions. I'm not even uh, kidding.
0: Everything. I've Even when danny has been mad, I've always empathized with her. In this scene, when her face gets genuinely mad looking at Sansa, I thought Mad Queen. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Because yeah. when she even, where yeah. are my dragons? All that shit. Yeah.
1: I mean, remember she threatened, like talking to John, and she goes, um, "You I'm know, still Sansa doesn't have yeah. to love me, but I am still her queen." Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so then what? Like, are yeah. you threatening her there? What happens you? if the living live? Exactly. Um, I so think I tough. think
2: to John's point, the most important thing that you've never we've never had in Game of Thrones is someone on the opposite side of Danny's position that we also agree with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz yeah, she's been true. going
2: up against slavers yep. and corrupt officials the entire time. Yeah, Very easy to root for. Now we have to actually choose sides. That's
1: yeah. interesting. It's we're seeing Danny in a different light a little bit. I've right? always
0: been a Stark guy, you know. Yeah. But I've always always been Ooh, a Danny also
1: guy. Also speaking of Starks, Sansa's new outfit this week. Oh! Wow. Dude. Mm. Let me tell you. Let Arrr. me tell you. All right, I've Arrr. been I've been team Sophie Turner for a
0: while, but Don't make it personal. You
1: fucking You you put on that <laughs> you, <laughs> You throw, on, you throw on that uh, that leather she had going, perfect fit to the bod. Just
0: oof. She's she looks like a little armadillo, going. and and arm and armor di- and armor dick her. <laughs> you know what I mean? That wasn't one of your best. Oh well, you know what. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's showbiz, man. That's showbiz, sweaty. Show
1: Tune baby. in for more on midweek, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so from there,
0: where do we go from there? Where am I? At? Uh, well, uh, oh yeah, right. armadillos.
1: Right. Yeah, so Danny makes a case. She says she's loving. Uh, oh, and all so this stuff. is when they're getting, you know, they're getting sauced
0: in. and they're they're arguing, and then Theon comes Theon in. Theon rolls back. Revenge tour
1: still in session, Dude, Team Theon, twenty nineteen. Theon revenge tour. 20. Um, so he actually, you know, Danny kind of asks, "What happened to your sister?" Uh, Theon explains that she's going back to the Iron Islands now, which I do have a theory about about what's going to happen with that, kind of changing my endgame. So we'll talk about that in the midweek fan. Um, but then Sansa and Theon have a really touching moment, mm. and uh, Sansa runs up and hugs him. Theon says that he's going to fight for Winterfell. Um, there's something going on there between Sansa and Theon. I don't. I'm not ready to say that it's like a like a um, you know like a love connection. But you know, like Theon, I'm I'm on your team. But you start fucking with Sansa, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have some words, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's I know. going on?
0: This is this is uh, now welcome to my nightmare of eight of eight seasons worrying about Danny and her company, <laughs> yeah. and I've had to watch her get it all the top Dario, over Dario, Dario Kyle, Dago. John, yeah. uh, Jesus, even that dude and who was with the Sons of the Harpy. I was worried <laughs> about him for a little bit.
1: And, uh, so Theon's back in the scene now. Next scene, we have Davos is actually being a chef in Winterfell, I guess. Apparently, he's been kicking it with Gordon Ramsay.
0: Yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> um,
1: he's, he's running a soup kitchen in Winterfell. Gilly's telling chicks to uh, gather in the crypts when the White Walkers show up. And this Shireen-looking girl walks up um, to Davos' soup kitchen stand. And she's got the burn on her face yep. and everything. Davos is straight up having like flashbacks here. Uh, but then, like Gilly walks up and like convinces the girl because she wanted to go fight on the front line. He lines. was empathizing with
0: her, and he's empathizing yeah. with how dire the situation is that this little girl's prepared to fight. And yeah. he thought well, you shouldn't be fighting; you shouldn't be yeah. in this situation. And, and I think also,
1: I mean, I'll get to this when I talk about my ratings. But dude, this is this is a pure fan service moment. Like to me, I don't know why you need to put that
0: human emotion dude. I mean, it's the whole point yeah. of writing is human emotion yeah but, whether it's war or you know, else
1: what's, what's the chances that some chicks is gonna have like kind of like a half scarred face
0: same age time? and
1: everything as shireen I, I mean i don't
0: know it is fan service also but, you also, know.
1: also the chances that a hand of the king's gonna well i guess ex hand of the king is gonna be working a fucking soup kitchen i don't know how. i don't know he's not much of a either. fighter
0: they're all doing their part i feel like he just feels like he's helping out you know
1: I guess, man. You, <laughs>
0: yeah, the point where... Was, hey, I'm just being the devil's advocate. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, when we gotta start, like, explaining why stuff like that's going down. I don't know if that's necessarily the best decisions in writing, but... Right, uh, well... Whatever. Yeah, move on. Uh, from there, Tormund Barrick and Ed Tullett show up. I, I was actually surprised to see them, because I thought for sure there'd be a scene of their travels down and one of them dies or something. But all three of them got back, they had a nice little reunion with John. Um. The, the, and then they reveal that the dead, the army of the dead, is less than a day away.
0: Right. Which They're is only a day, which is away. fucked up.
1: <laughs> because they knew they were close, but they didn't know they were that close. There's
0: this great moment where John sees Ed and he's about to give him a big old hug. and torment, out of nowhere, <laughs> intercepts it and <laughs> it's like, ah! Yeah,
1: it just picked off. i it a, off. The going the other way? Here. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> this was uh, the Super Bowl, Seattle versus the Patriots. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to hand it exactly. off. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then Torment actually asks, "Is the big woman still here?" <laughs> and he turns around with like a
0: huge smile. And then we get a scene with John. Mon- it's montage. It's mon- even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gotta be a
0: montage. <laughs> John is giving his speech, and everybody's shows you know, Great Worm and Masandi, all that shit's going uh-huh. on. And then it cuts to them in uh, kind the of like war from
1: the trailer too.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and we see the war room kind of, and John's giving the battle ideas, the battle plans.
1: Yep, uh, they. They basically are planning on, after a little bit of discussion, Bran reveals that the Night King not only is after Bran, but can tell exactly where he is at all times because of that touch um, back in, I think, Season 6 or Season 7. Yeah, which
0: you actually said, and when you and Brett talked about this a few weeks ago, was big because that gives, we also believe that that might have given the Night King a little bit more power in defeating the Wall. Right. And so, and he, so this and so. is the Night King coming for Bran, in essence. He needs Bran yeah. dead.
1: Yep. And uh, they talk about a little bit of the Night King's motives here. They did say that he wants it to be Eternal Night. Um, he wants they, to
0: erase the memory of this earth.
1: They want to erase all human memory, memory of this earth, and that that starts at Bran, obviously, because he is the Three Eyed Raven and can see everything that ever happened. Yeah. Um. It. You know. I don't know. Like, is that all his motives? Like, why does the Night King want to do that? Then, you know. I mean, is it I need you know, a why. vengeance tour? You know, so yeah. I think it's good that they're giving us a little bit of background. I think they'll continue to do that. Got to have a why as we go on. Um, and then also they discuss. John says, "If we kill the Night King, then all of them die." So they lay this plan to use Bran as almost bait in the Godswood and draw the Night Night King. Name. Where Bran
0: is strongest, so a little yeah. home field advantage. That's yeah. where he gets his yeah, best. The weirwood tree. He can do his best work. And Fionn says, "I'll I'll be there with the uh, with the um, Ironborn Ironborn to to yeah. defend him until." shit gets sticky and, and everyone I like how everyone immediately is like okay good Theon <laughs> will do it yeah. Theon doesn't have a good history of doing good things but Theon does make a great point where he's like I took Winterfell from you and this is my way of saying I'm sorry yeah. Theon's ready to die for the Starks yeah. for his family
1: Yeah, I mean Theon doesn't have any he, he can't continue his line what the fuck else is he
0: gonna live for yeah, don't dig, you know? man. I don't know Grey Worm and Nisani were talking about traveling
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they're about to go on a fucking honeymoon or something uh, from there, we go down in the Winterfell courtyard. Um, the Northerners aren't used to dark-skinned people, apparently. This no. is the no. Masandi and Grey Worm yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're
0: just all staring at them. Yeah, it's just
1: like Masandi goes up to like have a cute little conversation with two little girls sitting on a bench, and then they just like stare at her, get up, and leave. Yeah, I'm like, God damn it, dude! I, I gotta. The I gotta, struggle I. remains. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where's Tim Anderson when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> um, Grey Worm and Masandi have a one-on-one, like you said. They're talking about their life afterwards. They're talking about traveling places stuff um news flash this is just like getting there's a flash of their relationship so both of them can die next episode yeah, so, yeah. definitely great work definitely great work i
0: hope miss sandy d- doesn't but if she does i mean r.i.p to the sexiest whatever Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, she honestly offers nothing of value any longer which is sad yeah, to say when is. you care about someone for that many seasons yeah. and then they rush an end season like this it's like well uh. you, you, you gotta go
1: she, yeah she she's a she's a disposable character. Yeah. Unfortunately... Um, we go up to the Winterfell Ramparts from there. Sam, John, Ed, and Ghost are actually telling us. Ghost! There. Ghost, ghost is in, in the background. Yeah. Just,
0: I got a Snapchat that said they're just going to have Ghost back there like nothing fucking happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> from uh, a yeah, yeah, friend, friend of in. the podcast, Cassie, said that. And I was like, it's 100% true. What the fuck is he doing back just there? Just slide
1: him in. Like, no one even acknowledged him either. Too. John, <laughs> it's just like Wedding
0: Crashers Jones like, I don't know what he's doing back there.
1: <laughs> ghost! The meatloaf. Fuck! Uh, this was a cool callback to all of them being in the night's watch again. They they said some of the all oh, talking about protecting the realms of realms realms of men. Yep. Um so it was cool to see that, some more fan service.
0: They're just servicing us so good.
1: Uh, Sam says that he's going to fight. Jon mentioned that maybe he should stay in the crypts because he's more valuable after the battle. But, yeah.
0: um, but then they get down this... there and they see that all the rations have been eaten and they're like, fuck.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is this is Sam's fight as much as it's anyone's. You know, I mean, he he's fought a White Walker before. Um, he's been
0: up there north of the wall. Sam's yeah. not going to sit this one out. Sam even drops that line. He's like, hey. I'm the one who's taking them out. Yeah. I was the first one to kill one man. Yep, the
1: first one. Has, Ed hasn't. Ed hasn't killed a White Walker yet. John has, obviously.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he, Ed Ed's was Wyatt's there when they. I sure. was there when they did that initial like retreat Yeah, they were from the Fist of the First yeah. Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, from there, Tyrion and Jamie have a little one-on-one. Um, they're like just like boozing and reminiscing, and
0: then. Oh, Ed, and Ed, Ed might have killed up. some at Hardhome. Sorry, but go ahead. Oh, he but, was there. He was at Hardhome. Ed was. Yeah. He probably sliced a few down. Well, no white, no, no white, white, white walkers, yeah. right? Good yeah. point.
1: Ed's killed whites. He hasn't killed any white walkers. That's
0: a good point about whites. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so all these characters start showing up. Brienne and Pod show up to this little room. They're uh, like
0: gathering around on the fire, drinking up.
1: Yeah. Funny scene, like uh, Pod or Tyrion offers Pod a drink, and Pod's like, "Hell yeah!" And Brienne's like, "No." All right. All right, half a cup. And then Tyrion just pours the bitch up. Way <laughs> over. Way over. It's, it's pouring spilled. out.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Davos pops in. Tormund pops in. Yeah,
1: this is like a gathering of the of of The, all mines, the, the, the yeah. big
0: crew. Uh, Tormund's drinking disgusting, like, giant's milk. He, he a, tells his, a story. B-Y-O-B
1: for T- Tormund. He's <laughs> like, they call you King Killer
0: Because he's, like, trying to stun on Jamie in front of Brienne. He's like, yeah. you no know why they call me Giant Span? And he tells a story about how when he was 10, he killed a giant. And then Layden Ben with the giant's wife, and she had him mm-hmm. sucking on her titty for three months. For three <laughs> months. And it's like that's why I got so strong. Listen,
1: dude, I don't know how much milk's like stored up in titties, but three months is a long time. I don't think it's today. three months straight. Uh, dude, Torm was Torm was on those. He was Jay Cutler in it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was sucking yeah. them titties.
2: They are they are also giant titties. They are yeah, giant that's titties. True, yeah, but for, he he's gotta everyone. go
0: like poo-poo and pee-pee sometimes, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, he didn't do it for That's three straight months. That's he a... had to go do things. Yeah.
1: He had to go live his life. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he have like a job or something? Like what's... Yeah. So he's got a nine to five he yeah. gets home and sucks titties.
0: Listen, I, I, I'm never going to knock a man for taking his time to suck some titties. But three months? Get out and see the world. There's plenty of titties to be sucked. Oh, man. Uh... Uh,
1: from there, the Hound and Arya have a little one-on-one. Um, they start sharing a wineskin. Man, it's, it's a little bit awkward Like they're not saying anything for a minute The hound just basically goes like Yo you used to never shut the fuck up And now, now you won't say anything
0: This is a quick non sequitur that I have to bring up The wineskin immediately reminded me Do you remember when we went to Marquette for yeah. new year's oh yeah yeah there was a dude there one of our friend's roommates who was drinking out of a wineskin skin all night yeah was and he weird. got trashed and oh, yeah. threw up a bunch and i slept <laughs> in the and i slept in his room with him and this was one of our buddy's friends and i'd never met this guy before and when he woke up in the morning he like sat up like he came out of an exorcism and said oh i'm so fucked up and this is like 8 a.m turns to his bedstand, picks up the wine skin and squirts more <laughs> into his mouth And I was laying on the floor, like, "Who are these people?"
1: That the only way out's back in, man. That's a a good boy. I guess that is a good boy. That was a great time. I was actually I was in uh, Milwaukee. That's right. Seen a Brewers game. Yeah, yeah, seen a Brewers game. Memories. Great stadium up there. Um, But anyway, so um, Hound and Arya one on one, and then uh, the Arya says, "Well, you have you've never fought for anyone but yourself." And then the Hound goes, "Well, I fought for you, didn't I?" Like, what the fuck. Um, yeah. So that was like cool to see them actually leveling with each other. Then Barrett comes Baric, in. Yeah, Barrett Dendarian shows up. And She's he's like, two to, dudes I
0: don't like. He's
1: about to like give a sermon and the hound shuts that down, basically threatens him to throw him off the castle wall if he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Arya gets up because she has better shit to go do. Um, and then Arya's chilling in her chambers. Gendry is fucking creeping, counter creeping on Arya now. Um, he's like looking over her shoulder and yes. she's got this, uh, uh, what's it called? The double edged uh, dragon glass beer because Gendry just made it for her now. Oh, yeah,
0: she's got a couple double ciders in her drawer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> So Gendry <laughs> gives her this double-edged dragon glass spear, which she's gonna do excellent work with. She's oh, gonna be fucking chopping the fuck out is. of whites and. And then white she walkers. starts giving
0: him the third degree about like his dating life. Yeah,
1: starts asking all the hard questions. Like she, dude, she asks how many women she slept with, and and he says three. How many women he slept with. He says three, he kind of dances around it. But, dude, listen, that's a trap question. That's as old as it gets. Because
0: you can't sound like a loser, well, but you also no can't right sound answer. like a manhole. There's no yeah. right answer to that You have to be like, I'm a virgin, hello. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you don't want to say that, though, no. either. If you, you know? say
0: three, then she's like, why doesn't anyone want to bang him? Yeah. But if you say, like, 25, she's like, his dick dirty as fuck.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a trap question. I was, what do you think a good number is for the listeners? Listen, I'm not... <laughs>
0: What do you think? You're it's not good? doing
1: this. You're trying to do this to me right Wait, now. No, I'm just saying.
0: Let's, as a podcast, hi Chris. How many have you slept with? I'm just saying for future dudes who are listening to this, let's help them out. What Would okay. be a good. I'd say like a, a nine or ten. I wish we had. a I wish we Whoa. had a female on, on, on this type here. I disagree
1: with that numbers.
0: Nine or ten?
2: Yeah, nine or ten seems like too many. I
0: don't know. It, it, I three think, seems like too little.
1: Yeah, three seems three seems like too little. I think I you don't like want to go double digits. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you want to get double digits. I feel like anywhere from from uh 5 to 9
0: would work.
2: It also hour. depends on like you like clearly I'm an ugly fuck, so like 3 to 5 is a solid number.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh that is a good thing. I would say I would say anywhere from like 5 to 9 is good, but I don't know. I feel like you don't want to be you don't want to say like 2 to 3 cuz I feel like then they're like what's wrong with them? Depending on your age.
1: Yeah. How, old's, how old do you think... Ginter's got to be, like, early 20s at this point now. Yeah, at this huh? point in real life,
0: that guy's, like, 30-something. A,
1: yeah. Do you
2: think he's early 20s now? I would think so. I I would think, like, late teens.
0: But for the dudes mm, listening out there... Yeah. Say seven.
1: No, no, no. For the guys listening out there, never answer that question. That's, that's what you do. Dodge... <laughs> Parlay, don't fucking answer that question. Look tradition. up to the sky. Yeah. Look up to
0: the sky and go like this. Carry the one. Uh, I don't know, and then walk away. <laughs> uh, and then tell her she's looking bigger. <laughs> that dress does make her S- look fat. S- yeah. Ask if she's pregnant.
1: That's, yeah. that's always a good one. Uh, but anyways, Arya wants it bad, and then she gets it
0: good. She just takes it, dude. The, she, she, just takes
1: it. she fucking. She saw it. She saw what she wanted. She went after it. She she got it. Gendry delivered.
0: Dude, uh, we see Arya ass in a little bit of side boob. A little some, little, some it's side weird. boob. It's weird. She's coming up in a big way. You Tasteful. Li- you
1: like that side boob?
0: I'm well, going to pause it later on.
1: Because that's my <laughs> side boob.
0: Dude, I was waiting for Chris Hansen to come in and be like, Kendry, why don't you take a seat? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You he slides work.
0: in and he's just like before, and he's in like old timey clothes he's he's like, deep, yeah. like he Chris Chris
2: like hey, yeah. what is this double edged dragon glass and he's like oh it's no oh, she, she told
0: me what? she told me she was 18 and he's like what? that's not what these raven scrolls say so
2: what? <laughs> what'd you plan on doing with the double
0: edged dragon glass I got the whole raven log <laughs> let's see right here I want to do you hard you normally talk that way to 13 year old
2: girls I would love it if he was in Peter Baelish's robes uh, <laughs> oh yeah! yeah oh, right. he
1: would slide in. He would just slide right mm. in. There. <sighs> I have a scene right over here. Oh, you want some milk
0: with those cookies? This is we had, to <laughs> <laughs> dude. And then the dude. Oh god! But we had we had to go there because it's a huge scene. Arya finally gets it with Gendry. She technically loses her V to the guy that she loved, uh, and he and he, he shot ropes.
1: Great scene. Arya getting getting in. She knows she probably doesn't have much left on the earth. So. Um, she got it in. We go back to the gathering of the characters. They're sitting around the fire. Um, Tyrion's kind of joking around. He says, "I think we might live," and everyone just kind of laughs about it. Um, but they bring up all these past feats that these characters have done, and then they get to Brienne and they talk about all this heroic mm-hmm. stuff that Brienne did. And Tormund asks, "Well, why the fuck aren't you a knight?" Yeah, very forward-thinking guy. Yeah, and um, you know, in, in the culture, in that Westerosi culture, it's only males as knights. Correct and Tormund goes what? well no like why is that mm-hmm. so basically Jamie's is like well you know anyone can make as a knight can make another person a knight so then uh Brienne, Jamie says kneel to Brienne. Brian kneels down Jamie says the knight's vows knight sir um Brienne accepts them and now she is Sir Brienne. and in in the actual um I guess language in the Westerosi language it's sir spelled s e r not s-i-r as we know it so it's not necessarily you know the knighthood is traditionally a male thing yes but the the word itself is not how we understand the term sir to mean
0: right so it's more of a sign of respect it's
1: yeah, it, yeah. well it's it's like the sign of a knighthood right like yeah to your like to queen kings and queens you say your grace to knights you say sir
0: a woman and a male doctor are both doctor yeah that's it that's yeah. how it works exactly
1: so, first female knight. Brianne, that's freaking awesome. She, Huge she, she deserves it. in exactly the books. She deserves it. Very emotional moment. Um, she's crying.
0: Yeah. You know, she's... I mean, I think she thought her first time on her knees in front of Jamie would go a little differently. <laughs> but still, this was pretty nice nonetheless. I mean, she, I mean, Jamie still put his sword on her, so... That's true. He rested <laughs> it on her shoulder, though. Weird. Weird thing. Weird fetish.
1: So, she deserved it. I'm glad she got it. I actually... Um Brienne and Jamie's reunion was one of the ones that I was most looking forward to and I'm glad this is how it went. Yeah. Uh, from there we have a scene with Jorah and Liana Mormont.
0: Good quick reunion.
1: Yeah, quick reunion. Jorah is basically saying, You're the future of our house. If you go out there and die, then you know, it's pretty much over for House Mormont. And as we know of Lady Mormont, she's not gonna have anyone tell her what to she's do. She's not
0: scared of shit. I would say potential death next episode heroically. Yeah. Potential death. Yeah. Potential death. This regime. show likes to kill children. She's a potential death.
1: You know, how cool would it be if, like, Leanna Mormont dies and then Jorah becomes, like, the head of the house Mormont? That would be a cool come the, up. After yeah. that long exile and everything. I would be
0: for it. Uh, and at the end of that scene, Sam comes up to him and gives him his family sword. Yep,
1: Heart'sbane, The Hearts Valyrian steel sword um Jorah now has it sam i think realizes well he says i can't even lift this thing yeah. over my fucking shoulders so. remember
0: when uh brand gives Arya his blade and says it would be wasted on a cripple well sam was yeah. like it'd be wasted on a fat fuck exactly exactly
1: so <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> same thing uh the gathering of the characters around the fire is coming to an end um pod sings a song it sounds it sounded to me like it was uh, the jenny of old so old stones song I believe so yeah which is a song from the books
0: And then at the end of this it's no longer so fun the montage starts yep. and Jora is on a horse and the shit's hit the fan Yeah in in that scene mm-hmm. they're preparing but then we get a quick cut back to I think the time of the song
1: Yeah and and uh we get a quick cut back to the crypts is where it's at That's right and uh John and Danny are down there Now John has been avoiding Danny up until this point he's been, been very, very cold. cold
0: to her um and after the meeting when they were all discussing battle plans she said something to him and he kind of like brushed it off and walked away yeah. and she kind of like exhaled like what the fuck yeah. what's, what's going After on After
1: she had just pronounced her love for him to Sansa
0: Yeah this was a tough episode for Danny. I'm yeah. starting to feel a little bad for her oh, now yeah. in hindsight Yeah
1: Well I mean but like her her reactions to any adversity so far has been like conquer for the most part just like overcome those things but now they're actually like complex emotional cuz she loves the people she's conquered Yeah well. exactly so it, it gets tougher for. This was
0: like season two of Family Matters, which I think is one of the best shows. If you like Game of Thrones, watch Family Matters. The arcs are very similar <laughs> for all the characters. She's sort of uh, more an Officer Winslow, and I would say Jon Snow is sort of an Urkel. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, we'll take you. That's my way. six. Sons. We'll take you at the you for that. Uh, so Jon's uh, visiting his his mom, Liana. <laughs> read that one visiting his mom Leanna Stark down there Danny asks who is that John just says Leanna Stark and then Danny recognizes the name and starts talking about her brother Rhaegar and how kidnapping
0: her how
1: he he, she was told that Rhaegar was such a great person but then he turns around and kidnaps Leanna and rapes her and then that's when John just says, "No, that's not how it went down." No, um, they had they were wed secretly in the south, and yeah. uh, Lyanna died giving childbirth. Yes, and then later on reveals that that was him, and Ned kept it secret so
0: that uh, Robert didn't murder. My name is Aegon Targaryen. Yep, he says my real name's uh, Aegon Targaryen. And Danny is immediately shocked, but then it turns to piss because she says. Yeah. Well, you have a claim now as the last living male heir to the Iron Throne. Yep. The fact that that's where her mind goes so to. So quickly. So This quickly. is a bad sign for Danny. The, yeah. the Mad Queen stuff now is really gaining a lot of traction. Yeah. She wasn't like. She, I was hoping there'd be like an Ace Ventura reaction where she's like. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn's a man. Like, knowing she just kissed her own nephew and is, like, yeah, instead, like, putting that. a bunch of toothpaste on a toothbrush. Yeah. Like, oh. Apparently, none of
1: that matters because John. John didn't even think about, like, oh, that's my aunt that I smanged. And Danny didn't even think about, oh, that's my nephew. Well, Viserys that I smang. used to,
0: like, probably, and her used to probably bang when they were younger. I mean, it, the first episode it hints at it because he was, like, fondling her titties. Uh,
1: well, yeah, but Viserys is just fucking weird. I don't know. But if all, they all the Targaryens banged.
2: There's a lot of incest in the Targaryens. So yeah. 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 John,
0: I think, is more shocked at all. John's whole life actually, is a lie. It's
1: actually confirmed Viserys and Danny did not bang because she needed her maidenhood when she was married off to Drogo. So, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But I'm just saying John though, I think was shocked about it all. I think we can yeah. acknowledge John was more like, my parents fucking lied to me, but he's figured yeah. it out. She immediately is like, Iron Throne. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: No. Which, actually, when they was getting to that part, we both kind of checked the time on our phones and I, and I was like, yeah, there's not going to be too much time for dialogue here for them. Um, they made it work. They made it work maybe if there was a little bit more time they they maybe could have delayed the the first thought as being her claim to iron or his claim to iron throne but whatever we saw what we needed to as John
0: would say there's no time
1: there's no time Um, and then there's a scene on top of the Winterfell battlements and the uh, White Walkers show up the three horns blow and John and Danny peace out and I'm assuming it's to go get those fucking dragons and uh, prepare for battle
0: they nod. They nod at each other. And yeah. I don't think it's to go angry bang in the porter potty outside Coachella. <laughs> I think it's to get them dragons, get the dragons. and to go fuck shit up. I, it was part of the battle plans that we didn't see, but I guarantee you they discussed the dragon riding and they're like, no, you're on one. Yeah, Calling in the south. Calling in the long claw. You're on one. Yeah, um, help. it, get him on one.
1: And then they, they show the uh, White Walker army step up and the way they show it, they start at the horse hooves and then they go up and you can see they're fucking hella actual White Walkers.
0: Yes, these are the high ranking boys with the long hair and the uniforms not the zombies these are the high ranking boys now i would like to point out that since we've started this podcast i have said there are many more than they show on the show the night king only brings a few out every once in a while but he's been doing the craster baby deal for a while you gotta believe he's been making his own for a while he had the knight's king deal if that does exist in the folklore of game of thrones so he's been turning when you turn a living human into one it becomes one of them boys when you turn a dead human into one they still like disintegrate into into bullshit yeah
1: which, I mean, I I got to say, like, I was actually...
0: I was happy to see that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say, like, I was, like, super surprised that there were more White Walkers, but I was surprised to see them all show up right there on the field like that. Yeah. Because they had been off screen for the whole rest of the show.
2: Right. right. I, I, it's one of the most terrifying things in the show that I've ever seen. And it wasn't that... We, we kind of, like you guys said, we all knew that there were multiple, and, as opposed to just the five that were with the Night King. Mm-hmm. But it looked like a thousand
1: yeah there's a whole line of them. yeah there's, there's a line, line that
2: went off into the distance yeah. into the horizon yeah and it just which is, it.
1: which is very unnerving because now not only do they have the numbers but they are also intelligent and they can t- employ
0: tactics
2: they can command yeah they're not just gonna zombie whore yeah
0: yeah but john does point out and they state the obvious in the battle plan meeting which i'm glad they did which was we have to get to the night king and yeah. Brand said that, like for some reason, the Night King himself is drawn to Brand. Like he can't sit that out. Like it's personal. The Night King wants to kill the Three Eyed Raven. And I think when we see the Night King kill the Three Eyed Raven in what was it, episode season five, I believe, mm-hmm. when he does it, you can see it's unsatisfying. When that one guy, guy destroys the Night King, he's like, f- or the Three Eyed Ravens, he's like, fuck. He passed it on to that little bitch. Let's go catch him. Dude. They want to destroy that three-eyed raven because yeah. they know if you destroy yeah. the lineage of that, the history of the earth is starting to
1: get yeah, destroyed. Yeah, well, I actually, I just had kind of a light bulb go off in my head when you were saying that. I'm sure that, because, you know, we, we've we seen that Bran can use the weirwood trees to alter events in the past or at least see them. But, like, we've hinted that, like, Ned, young Ned Stark, like, heard something, you know. Yes, like, he
0: turns around because uh, he hears father. And
1: he he worked in the Hodor in the past. Yes. Right? So like maybe the Night King wants to kill the Three Eyed Raven because something in the past during the first Long Night was like caused Mm. by like uh, Bran maybe traveling back in time or something. Three Eyed Raven traveling back in time. That's right. I would love to To see that.
0: that. That's not see. This is the kind of shit with ten episodes for sure. They can get creative with. With six they can too. But I want it. I gotta. I'm telling you, next episode's an hour and a half. It's not all going to be battles. The Night King and Bran are going to have some.
2: That is that is extremely worrying. Because when battle. you bring time travel manipulation into anything, it gets very complicated. They already set that up though. They've nice. set that up. Yeah. The second you yeah.
0: the second brand said father and he turned around, mm-hmm. that's a nod from the showrunners. And the Hodor thing was definitely I was
2: hoping they would drop it though, but Oh the Hodor like,
0: thing was huge. Yeah. You were I hoping they'd drop
2: it?
3: Yeah.
0: We just set it up and then they're just like bye! <laughs> you were more interested last week in that they settled the the brand dick working debate. <laughs>
2: What do you want yeah, the writer? Right. What do you want from the writers? Yeah. Jesus Christ! No, it's just I've, I've being a giant nerd. There's a lot of sci-fi out there that, and, like, uh, like fantasy that does have time travel, and it's just very unsatisfying a lot of the time.
1: Well, hopefully we get us. I mean, it ain't you know much, what? but it's no matter work. How they end it, it it's not going to be like a satisfying ending, right? Like people are going to be disappointed no matter what. Um, but next I'm, week, there's going to be hoping, hell of deaths. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, and then they show that, you know, that's where we leave off is seeing the hell of White Walkers. And then there's a preview of episode three. Some yep. cool things that I put, that we pointed out in there was um, there was some action confirmed in the godswood. Uh, Jon Snow is seen drawing Log Claw. It, it looked like post battle he had blood all over him in the, in, Gods in Wood. the Godswood. And then also Theon. Theon.
0: drawing in the Godswood, which yep. again he's defending Bran, so the Night yep. King might get there.
1: Yeah, so something happens in the Godswood. That is confirmed.
0: And of course, the battle will take place on the opposite side of Winterfell from the Godswood, where right. the Night King will be approaching. So right. it's going to be a bloodbath there with a lot of favorite characters Jorah, Grey Worm at the front lines, Bri- mm-hmm. Brienne of Tarth, Podrick uh, Jamie Lannister are all going to be at the front lines. So they're going to be heavy deaths, yeah. heavy and deaths. One thing that
1: you mentioned too, that may come into the play is Bran is the strongest in the godswood because yeah. of those wherewood trees are there. And that's where all the three eyed Raven, uh, the f- it's a the tool tw- for his power. It's
0: like an, almost a power that comes from the children of the forest or so that yeah. coincides with the children of the forest, yeah. which again is another enemy of the walkers. So the night King, it's going to be like a home field advantage for Bran.
1: Yeah. It, 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 it will, we'll see, but I'm sure that location will come into play in the next episode. So uh, that was that. And season 8, Episode 2. Controversial episode.
0: episode. Controversial because I loved it. Mm-hmm. I know you were had some hesitations. I got a text from a uh, friend of the pod, Brett Strelchek, who said, terrible fucking episode. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear how the DTBs handle it, which is now trademarked Deep Throne Boys. That's what he that. calls us. That's the DTBs. Huge into it.
1: <laughs> I'm really into that. We're going to hammer that home for sure. The DTBs. Um, what would
0: you rate this one? I gave it a 9.6. I did. I fucking loved it. I loved the humor in it. I loved the darkness in it. I love how they settled stuff. I predicted the entire episode, and you got mad at me before we (laughs) recorded because I said that, and you're like, you didn't predict the entire episode, and I said I did. So we'll let history decide. Uh, And I gave it a 9.6 because it's the opposite of a 69. (laughs) You're face-to-face just, well, no, wait. Let's see. If that's the head, you're your ass is to the back of your girl's head, and that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a nice moment of conception.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like 9.7. A lot of buttheads. A, a lot of buttheads. Butt <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. That's a butthead. Brendan, why don't you write this one?
2: Uh, I gave a, a solid 9. Despite the small things that detract from it, like not necessarily being able to go into detail in the crypt with Daenerys and John, mm-hmm. despite the fan service with the tiny girl who had the same grayscale
0: scarring, mm-hmm. uh it's still... Just because Chris didn't like it doesn't mean you don't have to.
2: (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't... I I liked it in the sense... I don't want to get into that right now. But, essentially, this is an excellent, excellent schooling of how Game of Thrones sets up and pays off everything that it does. So, like, we got every single pairing that we wanted, and it went exactly like we wanted it to. There was clever dialogue, finally, from Tyrion Lannister, as opposed to just you-don't-have-a-dick jokes. No. Yeah. And no. like this is this is a great, great Game of Thrones episode.
0: I would like to believe that this fan service is because the next four episodes will be a lot of fan disservice. Yes.
2: It's gonna be yes. a lot of sad episodes coming. And you know,
1: I that that's just something that I'm that I'm gonna have to settle myself with because it, it's it is the last season, so there's gonna be a lot of fan service at some point, you know? Um anyways, I'll give this one a seven and a half. There, there were uh, the things that I did like. There's a lot of reunions. There was actually good dialogue, like you said. Arya being a boss and just getting what's hers. I love that.
0: Getting what's hers.
1: Um, but I, I did think that there were a lot of corny scenes. I did think that there was a lot of cheesiness going on. Right. The Shireen look lookalike thing. Um, fucking. You like the torment stuff? The the, the torment stuff was was good, but that's that's within torment's character, right? Like right. I didn't I didn't like uh things that didn't really add up to me like davos working a fucking soup kitchen um i didn't like seeing gilly there i, I guess fine we got to show or whatever um i didn't like uh
0: ghost just like non-being there though. that was annoying <laughs> as fuck yeah ghost is just standing behind them yeah and they don't even there's not even a line there's like not even a hey ghost from John. There's, yeah. There's no, yeah we're supposed to assume that he's been there the whole time yeah. which he has according to the time arc right. but still it's like you have him do something cool. yeah. Like he'll have a little tennis ball in his mouth or something. And,
1: and um, one thing I did really like, though, instead of me just dogging this episode, I love, love, love the uh, intricacies that they're putting on Danny's decision-making. I think that's core Game of Thrones, and that's why we love the show. I love uh, Theon and Sansa's relationship now. I think that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of positive stuff, so seven and a half. Just to, yeah.
2: just to your point, we've got to get the comedy in now. Because there's not going to be time for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's going to be. It, this show is about to crank up to hundred. Oh
1: yeah. There's. It's nothing but. It's nothing but action from here. Essentially.
0: Let's so hope. It's good. Um, it's
2: almost guaranteed at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true.
1: Um. So first segment. Best line. Yas Queen. Uh. Sheena, you want to lead us off here?
0: Yeah. So my best line. Um. Was. Uh. Bran Stark saying the things we do for love to yeah, Jamie cool. at that meeting just to tease bitch. Jamie, but he doesn't say anything further he doesn't yeah. acknowledge jamie pushes out the window he just says it as in jamie i know i know what you did baby we'll
1: give a little fan service here so season one episode one
0: chris's first, my ever. first
1: ever best line was the things we do for love from
0: jamie to cersei shoves so that was our first ever episode full
1: circle look at that
0: full circle uh it's come a long way chris we've come a long way it has uh my yas queen is danny to jamie when she's talking about uh, the Lannisters supposed to bring an army, and she says, I don't see an army. I see one man with one hand. That was good. Burn.
1: That was good. <laughs> My best line was, the things you do for love, so I got that one. But I do have some runner-ups, so we'll get to that. My Yas Queen was when uh, Gendry was explaining what the army of the dead was like, and he just says, bad, really bad. And then Arya says, bad. Even a blacksmith can do better than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, burns his ass. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Some of, some runner up best lines I had um, when Tormund asks, "Is the big woman still here?" to John, and then yeah. another one was from Ed on top of the wall or on top of the Winterfell wall with uh, John and Sam, and he goes, "The last man left, burn us all."
0: Yeah. So, I also love when uh, when Tyrion says to Jamie, "Imagine if the Ed was alive, talking about Tywin to see us both about to die defending Winterfell." Oh which yeah. Was great. Yeah.
1: Time What like.
0: was your hottest moment in this one?
1: My hottest moment was um, this was when Brienne and Jamie were talking, and Jamie offers himself up to serve under under Bri- Brienne's command. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really the the climax to their story
0: arc. Mine has to yours. be Arya and Gendry. It has yeah. to be. There, I mean, Arya just like flat out is going to get it. Mm-hmm. She's got a, a nice little setup, and I want to take her for a magic carpet ride. <laughs>
1: Uh, also I'll add in on uh, my hottest moment Brian getting knighted too was
0: also mm. tight and I'll also add in my hottest moment uh, Arya being naked <laughs> so
2: she did have the best line in my opinion just I'm not the red I'm not the red witch take your own fucking pants off yeah, oh, great. And she, yeah also, great. she also
0: had this really good line when she took off her shirt so what, do you remember what, what was she saying I just, completely uh, distracted hottest moment she was naked <laughs> <laughs> what
1: Uh Okay, so next segment, we actually had some ravens come in. So uh, we received some ravens, a.k.a. some questions from fans. Mm. And uh, Shidi, you want to lead us off? We'll do the reasons? first
0: first question. Uh, if Tyrion was a jockey, what would the name of his horse be? <laughs> uh, and mine is I drink and I glue things. Because oh, nice. you can turn horses into glue. Like and uh, right. yeah,
1: What would yours be? If mine was going to be Whore Wizardry. Oh, uh, like Horse Wizardry that. would be good. Ooh. 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 Or, it's just, or just Shay. Shay, yeah. also Shay. I'm riding Shay. Oh,
2: yeah, I'd go with the horsemonger.
1: Ooh, horse. Yeah, playing horror wordplay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Like yeah. I like oh, it. I like it. Playing oh, with okay. the
0: horse. Our uh, our second question was: Can Bran Warg into a dragon? Which I get, I guess, but he would shit his pants. and came <laughs> all over if he warged into a dragon because to warg into Hodor nearly killed him. So exactly, I think to warg yeah. into Drogon, like Drogon or one of the dragons, he'd have to fall on like. But, but he's sequence. also, but he also like. He's in the weirwood trees. Who knows? Because that's yeah, it,
1: the weirwood trees, and also now he's had time to digest being the full, the three eyed raven. So he probably his warging powers definitely have to be stronger now. So yeah,
0: this is a great question. and If he ends up doing it, the person who asked this question deserves the credit because yeah. this is great. Could he wargon for Mary Kate? White? I don't think he already I think is. I think they're, I
1: think they're, I, think <laughs> <laughs> I think they're like mindless, dude. I think I think it's like only the Night King's magic or the White Walker's magic keeping them alive.
2: Because if that's the case, would could he not? Jump into the it was Drogon that got uh, speared, right?
0: No, no it, was, uh, it was Viserys. It was Viserys, sorry. Yeah. Uh,
2: if that's the case, he could jump into him, but I, I kind of, I, that I doubt the, it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably I mean, not gonna happen.
0: I think the, because the only person who can match him is the Night King, and honestly, probably a little bit stronger. Yeah. So it's yeah. gonna be an underdog story for Bran if he comes up and beats him. They had us in the first half, not going to lie. Yeah, you got them. 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 We got Uh, some other Ravens? Yeah, we got another Raven, which is, uh, will Danny accept John's heir? And I mean, we don't know, but this is from Jake O'Dan. and early indications, no.
1: Yeah, early indications, hell no.
0: I think we'll have a better answer to that question next week, but I'm going to say no. Doesn't look like it. She looks pissed. Uh
1: maybe one of them will die in the battle and then we won't even have to worry about that
0: and ooh. then the final question was "Ooh, that'd be nice was year <laughs> on in the books versus the show which we discussed pre-production which honestly not many differences he's a royal badass in both and in, in the books believe it or not he's more crazy he is way more crazy like not and, like cool crazy like in the show like he's off the fucking deep end
1: and and also the books give you a good amount of time to actually vilify him whereas the show he was just kind of thrown in um, in the books, he's always been kind of a, a background character in that Greyjoy storyline, um, and, and also he's one-eyed. He, he's missing an eye in the book, so he's got a cool little eye patch. Um, <laughs> he also believes that he's the drowned god, so he's really just psycho. He traveled the world on silence, cut all his crew crew members' tongues out, like they said in the show. Um, so he's—I mean—he's nuts. He's—he's he's full-blown nuts. He's nuts. Um, in, in the in the show, he actually has a lot more swag, I think, than yeah. he does in the books, but. Yeah.
0: It's all right. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they they make the nuts in the show cool, like almost like Joker-esque, whereas in the books, he's legit like... Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Just just crazy.
1: Oh, and also, um, one thing, whoever asked this question, you might want to check out... Jake O'Day again. Jake, Jake O'Day, you might want to check out Victorion Greyjoy. I think you might enjoy him. So he's the missing brother of... Uh, there are three Greyjoy brothers. Um of course, Theon's dad, what was, why am I forgetting Balon. his name? Balon, um Euron, and then Victarion, who's actually the most badass of the three of them, in my opinion. He's the commander of the Iron Fleet, and uh, he's serving under Euron, and, and uh, cool stuff. Check it out.
0: Cool stuff. Hey, cool. Cool stuff. Check cool th- it out. Check it out. You sound like a dad on one of those commercials. Hey, cool thing, son. Come over here. It's like the more you know. Uh, we got a Mount Rushmore for that, Chris. Oh, hell yeah, we do. Who would you want to raise a kid with in Game of Thrones? I love that. You get the first pick so I got the first pick last week.
1: Ooh, shit. I wasn't prepared for the first pick, but I'm going to go with Masandi, dude. Why? Because What would make
0: her a good mother besides them big-ass titties? Because she's smart as
1: fuck. Big um, ass titties. She, she knows like how many languages, like 100 languages or something, she said. Yeah. Um, she can homeschool the kids. Big ass titties. She's very gentle. She's loving. She's got caring. Big-ass titties,
0: yeah 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 right all those reasons <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what, what's your first pick here?
0: my first pick is Stannis Baratheon because Ooh. he would be the disciplinarian and Ooh. I could be the good cop dude and then, you, and then your kid would burn alive and guess what then we could travel <laughs> <laughs> retire early <laughs>
1: empty dusters <laughs> First pick, good pick. Oh, man. I'm that, winning. That's wild. Oh, uh, no, that's great. My second pick, I'm going to go with Cersei Lannister. Who loves Holy their kids shit. more than Cersei Lannister? Yeah, who
0: has mm. less kids than Cersei Lannister uh, right Stannis
1: has the same amount of kids that Cersei has. <laughs> All right, so then I guess we're equal. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: All right,
1: that's Cersei. Well, and I guess she's second got a pick. bun in
0: the oven, so that counts, Ooh. right? So you got four kids. Allegedly. Alleged bun. So I'm going to do, this is kind of a steal on you. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Sansa Stark. Because she's strong, she's young, she's Ooh. smart, she's confident, she's tight. Sounds as dark. Okay. And also, like, she would be a good mom, I think. Would she, though? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm going to go with Jon Snow.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. He's,
1: he's got all the all the morality. He's got the values there. Yeah, um, and he's just a badass. He can protect us and stuff.
0: Yeah, great oh, pick.
1: Stuff. Great okay. pick, if I should say so myself. Yeah. And and dude, we're definitely conceiving that kid in a cave for sure. Oh <laughs> yeah,
0: oh yeah. He's <laughs> gonna, gonna take it all voice. the caves. You're, going You're all gonna have, the have a caves. on property. <laughs> yeah, I can't be mad. I can't be mad. I'm gonna go with the Trader of Spices. Oh, because I'll you, Ooh, Trader of
3: Spices,
0: <laughs> Nuts with my ships because he's got hella ships He's got hella spice. The kids are going to see the world. They're going to travel the world. They're going to have mmm, the taste of the world. And he also is, is a good financier, so he can be like my sugar daddy, and I can So you guys on. are going
1: to have all daughters, and they're going to be called the Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> oh! Every boy and every girl. Spice, Your life.
0: People of the world. Uh, dude, I used to have such a hard-out for the Spice Girls, and I like Sporty Spice a lot. And I believe she is. It turned out to be a lesbian. Not sure. Dude,
1: the, the Fanta girls were the ones that I loved. You like the fa- just
3: Do you want the Fanta?
1: The yeah.
2: girls?
0: Yeah, they
1: were. Smotes. They were just commercial
0: girls. Yeah, they were yeah, the Spice smotes. Girls were traveling I mean, the world. I mean, yeah, the, they the, were the Fanta to, like, girls sell out arenas.
1: Yeah. All right, no. guys, it, I'd buy a ticket. You really That's like all all the I'll old
0: say. man on the Six Flags commercial? <laughs> 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 um, Who's your fourth pick? That racist
1: old man. My fourth pick would be. Mm. No, I didn't think I'd get this far. You didn't think you'd get to a four, what would happen, we die? Uh My fourth pick would just be fucking Ned Stark, dude. He's a good dad. All right. He's a good dad.
0: So this is tough for me, but hear me out, and I think this is fair because I can do this. I'm going to convert to the Mormon faith, and I'm going to take both Arya and Daenerys... And we are gonna Aww. have a sister wives scenario. Aww. You can't doubt. I'm okay. kicking right now. I traded up in draft. I get okay. two picks in a row, uh, and <laughs> I'm converting to the Mormon faith. And uh, and Aegon, he had two wives. Yeah, He did. All right, so I'm gonna convert to the Aegon faith. And I have <laughs> Daenerys my on my first. left. I got Arya on my right, and I'll tell you why. Daenerys would be a good mom because she's the rightful queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Hear me out. Uh, and then Arya would be fun because how that fun makes would she you a be? Good mom? Oh, I don't know. She's hot. She is the uh,
2: mother of dragons. Mother of dragons. Mother
0: of dra- two dragons. Kids, what's better than having like a built-in ADT system? She got, she got one of her
1: kids killed, too, dude. She,
0: being he a made, hero...
2: He made poor choices.
0: Yeah, no, th- he was an adult. He made his own decision. But <laughs> she, two and Arya, then, with those faces, again, I told you last week, she's silly with them. She could do charades with the kids. They'll giggle. <laughs> uh, she'd be their favorite TV characters. She'll have to kill them, but that's dude, okay. Also,
1: if if somehow Gendry and Arya happen to survive, like... She's got to
0: be pregnant, right? Well,
1: but here's the thing. Like, Gendry just begged to fucking keep her because she could just change to whoever he's feeling that night, you know? That <laughs> would be... True. That'd be great. I mean, that's what we're all... Just,
0: I honestly, after seven and a half seasons of watching Daenerys catch it from different dudes, always felt a little bit jealous. And for some reason, I was severely jealous of Gendry. But we all had a feeling I, of, like... I no, not angry.
1: all of us. No, no. I loved it. I thought... I, I, I love seeing Arya just taking control and just being like, we're doing this. I would I love to see to, her do it, too.
0: I want to switch places with Gendry. <laughs> I to, oh, okay, Gendry. I, we disagree on that. I wanted to be Arya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see.
1: Uh, next segment. Wait, you yeah, blew let,
2: it. You get, let me get an honorable mention. The giant woman
1: that oh, raised Torment oh, yeah, for three oh, months yeah, of titsuckling. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. Can, he, he, that, she's not running out of milk. That's no, for no, sure. no, no, no. no honorable
0: no, mention. Oh, no. That lady's <laughs> all dairy.
1: So next segment is You Blew It. I'll lead us off here. Um, I thought John's I thought John's handling of his parentage um, and releasing that info to Danny was just kind of ill-timed because, you know, he waited till the last minute. He could have talked about it, like, all day. They could have had yes. shit out. But he waited till the last minute and kind of just threw it on her, and now there's going to be distrust heading into the battle. So, John. You blew it. You blew it. We love you, buddy. We but, love uh, you, buddy, but you blew you it. You blew and- it.
0: Mine, actually, believe it or not, also Jon Snow for the same same reason. He he created discord. He, he created a, a sense of doubt And Danny said, right before her life is on the line. She could die a very sad woman because of him, and that would piss me off. All right, after all she's been through, for Jon Snow to put that little seed in her head and also in her, in her vagina, belly. that yeah. was a level that I didn't want him to go, uh, you know. <laughs> But so that's frustrating. So John, I'm sorry, but Barry. I love you, buddy. But you blew it. I love you, buddy. But you blew it. Aegon Targaryen, you blew it. Aegon Targ, you know what? Yeah, that's it. Aegon. <laughs> he wasn't doing that when he was at, when he was John. Yeah. Now that he knows he's Aegon, he's out here telling everybody the, the, here. the bad news. He, the, you know,
1: John's usually the person who would find something out and then immediately say it because he's so honorable. But now he's this a is like the only time that he like held something in for a while. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, Next segment, we're gonna find George R. Martin to date because he's been struggling. He asked us to do it.
0: He asked me personally. He texted us in a group thread. You can lead us off on this. He's one of the DTBs. He is. Um, So since it's Easter, I've been in the holiday spirit and I've been thinking George um, uh, can literally also enter the holiday spirit of Easter. And when when you think of Easter, what do you think of, Chris?
1: Uh, Eggs, Jesus, bunnies, bunnies.
0: You think of bunnies. Um, and, and
1: I love how... I love how... Oh wait, I'm sorry. I meant to say Jesus, eggs, and bunnies. I didn't put eggs and Eggs Jesus. first.
0: Yeah. Devil days. Bunnies. Money. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I think of bunnies, and and when I think of bunnies, I get a full erection thinking of Lola Bunny from Space Jam. All right. Lola Bunny, from, a good Lola turn. Bunny from Space Jam. When I think
3: of bunnies, I get a full <laughs> erection.
0: So... Lola Bunny for George. Oh, my God. Lola Bunny kind of looks like Marjorie, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Lola Bunny for dude, George. Lola Bunny's a smoke, dude. Smoke. Total smoke. They, if if total we're talking, smoke. we should do
1: we, <laughs> maybe Midweek Mayhem. We should do a uh, Mount Rushmore cartoon characters we'd smack.
0: Lola Bunny, first round pick. Yeah, well,
1: I'd go first last time. Or, wait, no, I went first this time. Damn so it. then I get the first round. <laughs> Fuck, Lola Bunny, out first Lola round. Bunny, right, well, I don't think about this
0: out. often, but Lola Bunny, Misty, Jasmine from the, from from uh, Aladdin, Nala. Nala. Oh, Come you're in all in Diego. trouble. <laughs> Coming for you, Lola uh, Bunny.
1: All right, so my Jeez, jo- date for George R. R. Martin is Russell Wilson, uh, quarterback oh, from the Seattle right.
0: Seahawks. Big contract, uh, he
1: got a big contract. He's big got contract. that fuck you money now, and so does George. Especially, dude, we've been seeing all these like HBO like uh, crossovers with different products, different like shows and stuff. He Very ambitious. And thrones everywhere, so we know George has that fuck you money, so they can get together, go on a fucking great trip for mm-hmm. like a month, and then get that book written at the end.
0: Especially because Jay Z and Kanye have fallen out. He needs a new power couple to be beside him and Beyonce. I think George and Russell can be that couple. I'm in. That's an ambitious crossover right there. Sign me up. Um, Unnecessary titties. You keep forgetting about the titties that are unnecessary, Chris. What's wrong with you?
1: Next segment, Unnecessary Titties. I'll lead us off with this one. Please do. Um, Mine is uh, the Shireen looking chick. We've already talked about this, but I, I, I didn't think that scene was necessary.
0: All right, that's a good one. Nice and concise. The unnecessary titties for me this week was the conversation between Sansa and Danny because it was so hot and perfect that nothing in my life is necessary anymore i can die tomorrow and i wouldn't shed a tear uh it, it was my everything so nothing else matters
1: so as we're watching this at, like live at you know the actual viewing of the show oh
0: shit okay.
1: she, she, she just goes in the middle of this high tense moment and right after danny grabs sansa's hand and they're like smiling he just goes kiss her <laughs>
0: Had that happened, oh, no. had that happened, it, you would have seen an Easter miracle, my soul would have risen up to the <laughs> heavens themselves.
1: Dude, you might have asked us to leave if that happened. Right? I would have been like, I gotta
0: you guys gotta go. I gotta pause. This. <laughs> you better believe I'm gonna study that Arya Gendry scene. I'm gonna have to watch the tape and get better. I'm gonna break it. You ever see those like on Twitter, they always break down film and they're like, oh, yeah. watch here off the snap. C-MIC, That's gonna be yeah. me. I'm gonna be like, watch here off the snap of the belt buckle. <laughs> uh, final final segment.
1: Trial by combat. Right. What do you got for us this week?
0: I don't want to be a one-trick pony, guys. All right? and To make it in show business, you have to show that you can write a whole lot of content. And I can write OG content. We've seen that. I've written a lot oh, of original yeah. content. Yeah. But I also want to be able to show that I can join successful franchises like Marvel. You guys see how many people are able to jump into Marvel, like the writers of every new movie. It's never the same writers. Sometimes there's similar directors. But there's always new writers in all the Marvel movies, and they create a concise product. That's where the money's at in show business. Now, you can't just get into Marvel without some already impressive work. So I'm going to start with uh, probably the second most successful franchise of all time behind Marvel, which is Airbud. Uh, so I'm writing about America's favorite dog Airbud. You've seen him play football, you've seen him play baseball, you've seen him play soccer, but you haven't seen him like this yet in this geopolitical thriller airbud dot dot Kremlin corruption) <laughs> So, what is going on? So, let me, I mean, yeah, let me, me. Yeah, yeah. So, Airblood plays a slick-talking CIA agent sent to Russia <laughs> to infiltrate their spy network and find out if Russia currently poses a risk to the United States' safety. <laughs>
1: Does he stop at the bank and make a deposit, too?
0: Yeah, he makes a little deposit. There's all the <laughs> deposit. Still, there's still, like, fun scenes where he's playing fetch with his owners, because they can't know he's really a spy. You um, look like
2: the Air Bud.
0: And, he's like, and he's just, like, wagging. Uh, but what he discovers is something much deeper, and that's that there are secret agents within both Russia and the United States that have intentions and an agreement to launch dual nuclear strikes around the entire globe to create a two-country power structure with each country agreeing to rule its respective hemisphere. And it's up to Airbud to stop it. <laughs> now I'm
2: back out. <laughs>
0: so it's up to Airbud to stop these warlords from completing their devious plans. He seduces the KGB leader's wife. Bangs are real good just to get close to him. And in the middle of the night, he steals a key, sneaking back into the family's home and tying the KGB agent to a chair, torturing him brutally for intel. This is
1: perfect. We got bestiality. We got we got torture. We oh, got he, dogs. Airbud co-
0: has like the, the, a car battery and like puts it on the dude's balls. And he's like, "No, please!" And just imagine little Airbud Paul like hit the button. <laughs> Fucking saucing him up, Barkin. I won't tell you anything. I I won't.
2: Well, here's 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 the thing. Panting next to the battery. Well, I'm
0: not done. Okay. Um. So, (laughs) Airbud, Airbud finds out all this information and more, and it's up to him to stop these agents within the United States and the Kremlin from, of course, for launching these nuclear strikes. In the film, Airbud. Dot. Dot. Kremlin corruption. Rated R for nudity, strong sexual content, language, torture, violence. This summer, nuclear warfare gets cute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm in. I'm 100% in. It. I think it's great. I think we need to call every studio. We need to get Marvel on the phone. Here's one thing though. Um those russians, they're into the Siberian Huskies, man. How are we going to get a golden retriever to sn- s- sneak up in there?
0: I'm not sure but he's going to be in his little suit, he's going to have his glasses and he's like I'm just here for a routine check. <laughs> his Rex specs? Yeah, we're going to pretend he's with NATO to sneak him in. That's why he's not going to be a Russian. He's okay. with NATO to of course make sure that the nuclear plants are up to code. Okay. I'm, dot, I'm not, dot, not 100- corruption.
2: I'm not 100% in. I just want to know who's playing opposite Airbud.
0: Oh, that's a good question. We get, I mean, I was Ghost, dude. Vigo Mortensen, of course, could be the KGB leader. <laughs> now I'm more in. I'm um, more in. Yeah, the United States president. We'll get Harrison Ford back into action. Okay. I think. Yeah.
1: There's yeah, got to like, be an enemy dog, though, that's coming after. Like him. an enemy
2: dog agent? Yeah, and uh, I'm, and I'm, yeah, and
1: I'm yeah. thinking ghosts would Ghost would be the KGB scar maybe.
0: maybe the dog's. Dog scar, scar
2: maybe the yeah. dog
0: from a dog's purpose since they beat the shit out of it in the outtakes. You ever see that? <laughs> no. Dog's I've never bro- seen oh, that. man. No. It was brutal. You didn't see that? No. It was a huge controversy. Controversy. Percy, Percy, yeah uh the dog and a dog's purpose was like forced to do stunts it didn't want to do and it would like be scared to go into this pool and they would like push it in it was brutal people were pissed i was pissed that's
2: fucking ridiculous
0: yeah he can be his partner in crime Sad. yeah well everybody will be taken care of on sex he's the star of our motion picture
1: well i'm in sign me up I, i'll buy tickets early to go see that i'm
0: i'm more in now with vigo tied to the project yeah I think Airbud dot dot Kremlin corruption will be great. <laughs>
1: Kremlin corruption is corruption spelled with a K too, or is it? Are we going? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Kremlin corruption. corruption. Yeah. R. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah.
0: We're gonna use the Russian alphabet. It's gonna be
1: good. Uh, so that was uh, season eight, episode two. Great episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. As always, follow, subscribe. Um, we're Twitter at Deep Thrones Pod, and our Instagram handle is—is is it also Deep, Deep Thrones Pod?
0: Uh, wait. I believe so, yes.
1: If you search Deep Thrones," no one else will pop up, so search for that. Yeah, uh, for now. But, uh, yeah, keep sending in questions. We love getting Tune in to Midweek Mayhem. We'll have the Midweek Mayhem coming out. Uh, That'll be hitting your airwaves on Wednesday morning, so you'll have some stuff for your commutes during the week. Uh, That's all I've got.
0: Uh, Danny, I just want to say, hit me up. Bring Sansa with (laughs) you.